Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Lonely Sluts podcast. I'm Claire. And I'm Sarah. And this week, we're going to do our sexiest episode ever. Um, it's called, oh, you're into that? And we're going to be talking about fetishes. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> okay, so we're just going to dive right in. So, okay, I've looked up a couple different definitions. Um, I looked up a fetish, a paraphilia, and a kink. Because they're all not synonyms, but very easily similar. Yeah. yeah. I will admit I didn't realize there were a huge difference between any of these. I thought they were more interchangeable than I guess they actually are. Well, I mean, like, if you're just, like, chatting with your people, you're probably going to say fetish for all of them. Mm -hmm. But there are distinctions. So first off, um, these are literally from dictionary.com. I didn't do the Urban Dictionary for any of these. I just, this is literally, I typed it into Google and this is what popped up first. Because we take our research very, very seriously, seriously here at the Lonely yeah. Sets podcast, okay? Um, journalistic integrity is very important to us. We do the work and for you. We never go past the first page of Google search results. Okay. Anyway, so uh, this has the definition of fetish as a form of sexual desire in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object, item of clothing, part of the body, etc. And then I had a second definition that was like an inanimate object worship for its supposed magical powers or because it's considered to be inhabited by a spirit. And I want to say that I had no idea there was a magical definition for fetish and we're going to focus on the sexual definition. I did it. That comes out of way left field for me in the realm of all of this stuff. Yeah, it's like a noun too. So like fetish, like sexual desire, but like you can be like, oh, that uh, pencil is a fetish if we were to worship it for its <laughs> magical powers. But that, if you said that, people would be confused. I'm glad there's finally a word for what I've been thinking. <laughs> oh, but yeah, if you were like, I have a pencil fetish, they wouldn't be like, ah, oh, yes, magic. They'd be like, weird. Oh, you're into that? Um, okay. And then, and so there is a kink, which is literally a person's unusual sexual preference. And I previously thought that they were literally the same thing, but according to this, um, I don't know why this is in this article, but the economist times for the Indiana times to find a kink is something that includes a partner and increases both of their pleasure where a fetish replaces the partner with an object. Does that make sense? At first, I didn't get that because I, like, when I think of fetishes, I guess I think of, like, kind of more so preferences taken to an extreme, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, so, like, if you're, like, like when guys, like, fetishize Asian women, I, like, it didn't, I was like, no, that's not an object, but then yeah, they're objectifying so, the women. Yeah. They don't care about, like, it would be a fetish because they don't care about the individual woman. They just care about, like, the fact that she's Asian. It could be interchangeable, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So Whereas, it's making them into, like, yeah. an object that they desire, basically. Yeah. Or it was a kink if it included them as a person. So kinks <laughs> are a little bit, like, you know. More humanizing. More humanizing than a fetish. Yeah. Fetish is all about, like, an object. So, or objectifying something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's weird. Um, and then there's also a paraphilia. And the definition, it says, is a condition characterized by abnormal sexual desires typically involving extreme or dangerous activities. 
And basically, a paraphilia is a fetish that's causing harm. So to either themselves or other people? Yeah. So there's, according to the Merrick Manual Overview of Paraphilic Disorders by George R. Brown, MD, um, there are three things that make something a paraphilia over a fetish. The first one would be is that it results in anxiety or emotional trauma that interferes with normal psychosexual development. The second one is a standard pattern of arousal is replaced by another pattern. So this is sometimes through early exposure to a highly sexually charged experience and it's reinforced later. So like if you had some kind of sexual trauma involving an object and then you were like sexually into that object later, that would be a paraphilia because that's not like healthy. Mm -hmm. It's Um, like stems from a trauma. Yeah. And then the last thing is a pattern of sexual arousal often acquiring symbolic and conditioning elements. And that's another thing where it's like you had a sexual experience with something and you've been conditioned to think that non-sexual object is sexual. Does that make Hmm. sense? Yeah. And so there was a period of time where people like the medical community, I don't have like a time frame on this, um, thought that all fetishes were like a mental illness essentially. And then they reclassified it to it's only a paraphilia if it meets those three things, but it's also intense and persistent and causes distress or impairment to your social standing. So, like, if you're, like, having a hard time functioning in society, mm-hmm. that's a paraphilia to versus it, yeah. a fetish. Yeah. So, now that we got those definitions out of the way, let's talk stats. Maybe I have a fetish for stats. I was like, I love numbers. Give me a percentage. Um, how many, what percentage of Americans do you think admit to having a kink or a fetish? Don't look at the Google Doc. Um, yeah, because I can't remember any of the numbers. <laughs> um, admit to having a kink or a fetish? Yes. I would say 25 to 30%. I, I can't decide. I'll give you a range. <laughs> According to this Daily Mail article, which is featuring a study by a sex toy brand, Eden Fantasies, not a sponsor, um, 40% of Americans claim to be kinky or have a fetish. That's interesting to me because I would think, well, I guess part of it's like, like one of my initial thoughts were people would underreport because maybe it's something that is more stigmatized or frowned upon or they just don't want to be associated with it. I guess it could probably be an anonymous survey, but Well, this was done by a sex toy company. So I my thoughts is that the people they surveyed it's probably like for the general population underreported, but the people they're surveying are like somehow a population that would a sex already toy use, brand. Yeah. yeah, so like they're already like probably have a predisposition to be like, yeah, I'm kinky. Kinky. Yeah. That's still less <laughs> yeah. than half. I was going to say, and then my other thing I was thinking of was just that people might over-report to seem cool. more open. Well, like, just to <laughs> seem more open and, like, just, Do you think like, that's the cool image that girls people, and guys. Yeah. Do you think people are like, yeah, I have a fetish? Well, because, you know, there's just, like, that whole meme about, like, Oh, like, go back to your, like, just doing missionary and, like, vanilla and all this stuff, like, plain Jane, like, Mm. and people kind of make fun of that, and then, so I feel like... People on the internet are weird, though. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I just shouldn't trust anyone's opinion on the internet. That's probably the safest way to navigate. Yeah, just don't Don't, trust anyone. Just don't trust anyone. 
All right. Thanks. That's been our episode for this week. Um, (laughs) Stay tuned next week where we go into the bunker. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, um, well, this says 36% of those uh, on the survey have a specific kink or fetish, but 27% of Americans in a relationship have a secret sex act they want to try but haven't asked their partner yet. See, and that's something where, like, I feel like people can read kinky being into uh, something like just not doing the same thing. So, like, if it was just, like, literally just a different position. They don't know the definitions. (laughs) Because then, like, they they wanted to try that specific way of doing something and they haven't asked. But it's, like, not as intense as being, like, doing a whole Fifty Shades of Grey room, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's um, hashtag a lot. That's a lot to just spring immediately onto someone, I think. I definitely think there needs to be a... Like, maybe ever. That's a lot. (laughs) Anyway, um... So this next thing says using sex toys is the most popular sexual act with 49%, nearly one in two Americans open to this. So I wanted to like talk about that a little bit. It says open to it, but like there's like a lot of uh, variability in what a sex toy sex is. Toys are, yeah. Cause like some- on the very innocent end, like the not intense, I feel like there's like handcuffs, maybe like a vibrator. Ooh. Yeah. And then it just goes so intense in the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, so you could be open to one part of the spectrum, yeah, that, I feel like, like. The like handcuffs, like that's like, okay, whatever. But like, then there's like, first off, there's like really like large objects that I don't want in my person that people are into and then like like get like a gimp costume out like <laughs> oh no oh my god but there's also this is 50 shades of gray i guess we're just gonna talk about 50 shades of gray a lot i hate that i've seen that movie but um i haven't so i say I that and it, i've i saw it in theaters with um my other sarah who's in china shout out other sarah um and we made fun of it the whole time it was actually like really fun we went on valentine's day uh but that's not what I was going to say. They use this, like, leg spreader thing. Do you know what that is? Spreader bar. Yeah, spreader bar. So it, like, basically forces your legs to be apart. And I saw that and I was like, oh, my God, she can't, like, leave if she needs to. And that's, She's like, going to waddle out of the room. <laughs> yeah. And, like, like I, I got to take a bathroom break. <laughs> and I guess that's, like, part of it. Like, that's probably, like, hot the, for like, some people. But yeah, I, like, like, but there's something I – that feels, like – prisoner stuff like like a literal ball and chain kind of situation like i don't know like i understand yeah, i that's like supposed to be hot or whatever it's also, but i'm like Ugh, yeah it's very hard not. yeah to uh comment on this stuff without being into it if that makes sense like so yeah. we're coming from a position where all of this stuff is so against our nature like it feels like it's so against yeah. our nature and not the type of stuff <laughs> Remember, we particularly we would like church. <laughs> yeah like so it's not the stuff we were particularly like so clearly there are subsets of people who like this stuff because there's whole movies and yeah. like just, just have things to dedicated to it because like the whole dominatrix thing is like a big thing i feel like mm. yeah like, doms I mean, and subs like that's, like, that's a, a whole culture and i'm just not super like, into it well personally that's where like sex is about power and i that's an interesting thing but i haven't done any research into that and i wish i had now Oh, well, that's another podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like 49% being open to sex toys 
I don't know. That's on par. I feel like that's almost low. That I feel like that makes sense because being open to doing something maybe once or just trying it yeah. versus enjoying it and wanting to do it repeated well, times. So those like are different it's things. Low. That's like yeah. I mean one percent less than half, but it's less than half. And I feel like I'd be like eh, half people are like open, like to try. I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, but this next thing says 51% of those who admitted having a fetish said that it takes at least a month and often longer for them to feel brave enough about telling a partner. And that I makes to know, sense to me. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to know at what point do you think you would be chill with someone telling you their weird fetish? Like well, you- I guess you'd have to come from the mindset, like, what time would you tell someone if you had one? Like, let's say you were think it would really into feet. And you didn't know when to tell them. Like, when would you tell them? Like, how would you bring it up, I guess? Well, first off, it depends on, like, how weird my fetish was. Like, Like, if you recognize that it's a very, very small subset of people. If I was into, like, feet or whatever, I feel like the people know about that. Like, that's been enough in, like, the cultural realm, the pop culture. Well, that's not, like, personally, like, disclaimer, me, Claire, I hate feet. I think they're gross. Like I'm on the ground all day. Yeah, no. Ugh, I have like the opposite. Like I think feet and socks. You're, you're oh revulsed God. by feet. Yeah, I I hate I hate that. Like I do not like when I am touched by another's feet. I do not like it. I don't really like when people touch my feet. Like if I like yeah, like a foot rub because doesn't I sound feel like, like great to me ever. It not only because like your feet get sweaty in shoes yeah. and they're on the ground and they're picking up dirt, but so also dirty. they're ticklers, so it's like vulnerable. <laughs> so it's like they're dirty and vulnerable parts Ugh, of my body. That's my least favorite things in the world. Things being dirty and being vulnerable. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I like to be clean and protected. <laughs> <laughs> so no feet for me. <laughs> anyway, but like sidebar, like if that was like my fet, like if I was into mm-hmm. that, I think, I don't know, maybe like the second time we hooked up. Whenever okay, is. so you're in hooking up though. What if you? Well, no, like even if we're dating, like if okay. the second time we're like, there's a sexual Together. situation. Oh. Like the first time, I think, unless this is like, I I was actually listening to another podcast about this, and I'll ask you about this right now. But, um, in a like a hookup situation where you know this is gonna be a one off, I feel like you have a little bit more freedom to be weird. Do you think that's true? Hmm. Because you're never gonna see him again. Yeah. So you might like you might as well ask. Yeah, exactly. Like you might as well bring it up because the worst thing they can do is say no and you leave. <laughs> and then you're like, well, I didn't think we were gonna last long anyways. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But like it depends on how weird it is. If they were just like, Yeah, I'm really into feet, I would be like, Well, first off, that'd be difficult for me to like deal with in real life, but um depends on how much I like them to get past it. But like if then they were like, Oh, I'm really into like peeing on people uh, yeah 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 i would i don't know if that would ever fly and so like i don't know when the like i don't think that would ever be i don't think i would be chill with that if i've been dating a man for a year and he'd be like hey i want to pee in your mouth i would be like mm, uh, no like, yeah i think like, i mean like and i feel bad because like you probably like worked a really hard time to like get emotionally brave to say that but i'm like yeah, yeah you should have kept that to yourself i'm sure there's some stuff on the internet or you, you should have brought Don't that up sooner me. where we were less invested emotionally yeah. <laughs> Do, is that a I guess breaker i guess that's a very tricky thing for people yeah. who have this then because they have to decide is it extreme enough when should i bring it up should i bring it up at all <laughs> like <laughs> what, do you, what would be for you 
when I would tell someone and yeah. when I feel like it would be normal for someone to tell me. Yeah. Um, I guess, A, if it just, like, if we're just talking about these types of things, like, if somehow, like, if we were talking about this podcast episode and, like, it came up in conversation and they're like, you know what, actually, I have one. <laughs> I would like that would feel natural like if they didn't just like spring it on me if that makes sense like it's somehow developed from the conversation so really that could happen at any point I guess like a date one through whatever whatever that happened so then um I guess in a hookup scenario it wouldn't probably be the first time maybe the second or third time yeah I feel like Um, two or three um, times in you can bring up your like weird stuff and and it also depends on how comfortable you feel like if after the second time you already feel like a very intense connection with this person then and you feel open enough to share it I feel like that'd be normal but if you know maybe it was like the fourth or fifth time and you're like okay now we're definitely more in sync and we've like met up multiple times and I can tell them that I love feet (laughs) like (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay so let's transition I found a list of the top 10 sexual fetishes and I want you to guess what they are okay i'm gonna be bad at this yeah you are there these are well some of them are weird some of them i wouldn't be like that's a fetish like number nine will surprise you okay (laughs) okay click hole generator (laughs) (laughs) okay just okay just guess what you think the number one is this i I think number one's feet yeah it is that's why i was like i feel like you should get this (laughs) i'm like we've been talking about it so much so casually it's gotta be It's, it's feet number one is feet um yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. Number two is voyeurism. So okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and the I definition think. listed like on this list was literally just like looking at or watching sexual material. So it's like, oh, porn does that count? Like, because like I don't know, but I, yeah, isn't it? I read like that it was being watched or watching others. So like, I feel like exhibitionism it can get too- is being oh, watched. watched. Yeah, which isn't on the list actually. Which is interesting. More people like to watch than be watched, which, like, I, makes sense. Yeah, I get it. Okay, number three is latex or rubber, which I obviously don't have that fetish because that makes me feel, like, incredibly unsexy. Can you imagine? Well, like, aren't those condoms? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I'm like, but, like okay. I'm guessing clothing so and materials yeah, and sorry, stuff. Sorry, I'm just thinking, and y'all can't read what I'm looking at, but it's about, um, like, full body, like, like think like Catwoman. Or like the oh, noise. like the dominatrix suits, yeah, like the exactly. tight latex corsets and like yeah. pants and all that or stuff. Or like the noise it makes they're into, like the, oh. the squeaky, like rubby stuff. I don't know. That just feels like so weird to me. But whatever floats your boat, that's ma'am. That's not harming interesting. anybody. Unless you had a latex allergy. Yikes, city. No. Yeah, I would love for somebody to have like just like a fetish for condoms, being like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I love protection. Yeah, <laughs> like, I do. Yeah, what if I, like, I think that, that would stem from strategy. a fear though, like a <laughs> oh, fear of pregnancy or a so fear I guess of it's a paraphilia. STDs. But like, what if I was like, hey, I have like a really big fetish. Like, it turns me on like so much when you wear a condom. <laughs> like, <laughs> you sound like an advert for like <laughs> well, I'm safe trying to be sex teens, like. <laughs> Tell them it's your fetish. (laughs) (laughs) Strategy number one. Tell them that it's nothing's hot. Yep, I have a latex fetish, but specifically Specifically condoms. condoms. (laughs) Like, oh my god. Anyway, okay, that's number three. Number four is domination or submission, which, like, makes sense to me. Number five is body piercing. 
And that's like anywhere but like your ears or nose. Like it's like your mm-hmm. nipples or like your genitalia, which I don't. I, that's scary. I just get afraid. Or like your belly. Yeah. Um, I, I think that area is too sensitive. Yeah, I know. To drive Can a needle imagine? through it. <laughs> but obviously people do it. So yeah, people not, have the tolerance. Not me. Sorry to spoil that for everyone. All my piercings are on my ears. Okay. Number six is breasts and behinds. And I kind of want to be like, yeah. <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> like, yeah. Just I, like I, bodies. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, ooh, you know what I like it? I like it when a woman has a body. <laughs> Hell yeah. That torso. Mm, chef's kiss. Magnifique. <laughs> mm, we love. Um, number seven is hair. And <laughs> the way you just said that, hair. <laughs> How do you? Like oh me? goodness! Number seven is hair. I can't not say it that way. Hair. <laughs> anyway, hair. Okay. <laughs> I have to like work really hard to be like hair. Okay. Um. But yeah, that's number seven, and it was kind of vague so i don't know if it's just like like women. a hairy chest or like long flowing hair it was like it covered hairless this is from um <laughs> uh men's daily health so it's like focusing on like men liking women especially so i'm sure women like there's a fetish for like hairy men but this is talking about like long women's hair okay so this is a skewed list but this is what i found because i was afraid to do any like deep searching into this <laughs> for good reason um Number eight is cross-dressing, which I don't know how I would handle. That I feel like that makes sense to me because that's just also, that's another thing that I feel like people have heard about a lot. Like, it's yeah. one of the, like, Psalm, Psalm, Psalm. Somebody wants to that's what I thought you were going to do. You know, all of the Smash Mouth tanks, very popular, really? um, but sub dominatrix is what i was gonna say um and like voyeurism and feet and cross-dressing like those are all things you hear about Mm -hmm. like i feel like there's probably just a lot more that i just don't hear about a lot this is in the top 10 okay this is number nine which i said number nine will surprise you you will literally never guess what this is but i want you to like take a stab just think about just something anything (laughs) does it have anything to do with urination no, but you could be further away. Oh. Think like nature. Like doing it in the woods? <laughs> no, it's water, thunder, and lightning. Oh. What? And it's just like being really turned on when it storms outside. Like, you know how like... Yes, and maybe it's like the thrill yeah, of like, a know. storm. It didn't, like, you can't really incorporate thunder and lightning into your sex you just act. gotta hope you, you live like somewhere like it, right? seattle yeah. that has a lot of rain but i never was like i like i did not think that especially top 10 that's number nine that is not something i would expect to be in the top 10 i would think exhibitionism would come On before list, and like right? public nudity or public acts yeah. would come before oh, I would think for sure thunderstorms but nope <laughs> thunderstorms a lot of people very sexually interested in thunderstorms um and number 10 is furries <gasps> forgot about furries for a moment <laughs> what a world you were living those rap scallions <laughs> oh i don't know i feel like some people 
it's not a sexual thing for them. Yeah, it's just like a community and it's something they just feel like they are. <laughs> but either way, I, it's weird. I'm sorry. Like, And then I think it obviously can also be sexual. Yeah. If anything, we've just outed ourselves for being very vanilla because I'm just making fun of everything on this list. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I mean, I feel like I just see so much stuff about people being in these groups that it's become a little more normal to see it and talk about it and so like while i would never don a fursuit i (laughs) you wouldn't i can understand that other people do and it's just it doesn't like really bother and i also think there's time and place i think time and place are very important context is everything like i don't like when people do this stuff in public i will admit like i hate when like there was that video or whatever like years ago of that person in like a really intense like latex like bound thing and like it was like almost like the dog and like someone walking a dog but like the woman i've seen and like yeah and it was and everyone was like no one in public is consenting to see your weird games go on and like there could be children and just like oh are people traumatized from like like, what if you ran into somebody you knew like yeah you're like oh hey greg did you find out that it problem did you figure that out? Oh, <laughs> I gotta sorry, walk my a... girlfriend. <laughs> like... I hate all of that. Yeah, yeah, do your weird stuff at home, man. And I'll do my weird stuff at home. Like, that's the only thing. It's like We don't have to know about each other's weird like, stuff. Pe- like, when people, like, have sex in a really crowded movie theater. Like, I just want to... No. I paid to watch a movie. I didn't pay to listen to you. Like... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So... Other than exhibitionism, what... Do you, like, I'm surprised that some stuff wasn't on that list. Like S and M, like, like, what, what does that stand for? I wonder if people think. See, because we we are the two worst person people to be talking about this, but I wonder if that is how that relates to domination and stuff like S and M. BDSM is an acronym that stands for four separate words, and this is just like domination and submission. Yeah, because like, okay, on the internet. Everybody's talking about choking each other. And nowhere did it mention choking. <laughs> yeah. On Twitter.com, everybody's like, choke me. And I'm like, that would huh? come into SM, I would assume. And that's I not suppose. on there. Yeah. So I'm surprised that's not on there. I'm surprised that's not on there. I'm surprised exhibitionism yeah, isn't on I there. Good people like that. Um. I guess I'm surprised there's no urination stuff yeah, on there because I brought, that I brought it up twice. Not... So. Yeah. Sarah, is that your thing? <laughs> it's something I'm afraid of. I think I, yeah. Like I there's certain that. things. There's certain things. I guess, like, I don't know. I guess there's very few things that it's like don't knock until you try it for me. But right. there's a lot of things where I'm like, no. I will not. <laughs> like, okay, here's a question. There's more stuff that I know that I won't than there's stuff that I'd be open to trying if that What do you sense. think the line is between just like a turn on and a fetish? Um, well, I don't know, know because that that's confusing because the long hair thing I would think would maybe be like a turn on for guys. Like, oh, like nice, you really what, pretty though? long hair. And then that being listed as a fetish is confusing for me. I think it goes, I just, I thought through this just now. I think it goes back to the objectification. Ah. Uh, yeah. Like, being right. more concerned about just the hair than yeah, that just being a nice add-on to, yeah. like, the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hair is the thing. Like, not, like... The person. Yeah. That it's attached to. hmm Interesting. 
Glad we worked through that. (laughs) Our critical thinking skills. Okay. So have you been out with anybody who has a weird fetish? That you know. Not that they ever told me. (laughs) Like, (laughs) if they had it, they've kept it deep down because I would never have known. Yeah, I haven't in real life, but I have a couple things to talk about. So this first one, I forgot about this. Um, but uh, I was talking about this, this guy who, you know, who is my friend, who you were friendly with in my house, his baseball teammate, um, don't you like how I had to get there? I know. I was like, what a convoluted way to get me to recognize who this will vaguely be related to. His, he told me, this is freshman year of college. He was on a baseball team and he was telling me that he had a teammate who had a thing for like toes, but specifically things like happening to his toes. And he would stick his toes up his girlfriend's butt. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. No, you should. What else are you supposed to do? Other people's personal consensual <laughs> decisions between no two consenting That's adults. Fucking weird, but man. I just wasn't expecting that series of words to come out of your mouth when you were saying toes. I was like, oh, maybe just like videos or like you know how some people will sometimes incorporate like food maybe he like pours like syrup on his toes i was like oh like how quirky i was like maybe he wants like his yeah, girlfriend to play with his toes, toes. but nope. no stuck his toes that. up her butt Ugh, See, that's the last place i want toes but like there's a nail on it you can't get that entirely clean i don't want like, toes in my person in any form i don't want them no, any orifice I have, no, a toe toes should not out. be near it. Uh-uh. <laughs> anyway, so that wasn't me, but that's something that I heard about. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. That's more than I thought you were going to say. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that coming. What? Oh, I mean, honestly, how interesting that he knew that that early on in his sexual career, like 18, 19. I think he was older. Likes like toes 20. up butts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how long his sexual career was, but gross, you know? Okay. Anyway, let's talk about the reason this topic even came up. The reason, the inspiration for this specific episode of the podcast. So, I crave validation. And I take selfies and I put them on the internet for uh, public praise. And I do this specifically on my Tumblr because I know that I will just get just like a fuck ton of inbox things (laughs) that I will never reply to. But it's validating, right? So I put up a picture. This is in like mm, July. And it's of my face. It's not even like cleavage. Like it's like shoulders up. I just liked my eye makeup when I was going out. And I said something underneath it. I was like, I'm going out tonight. And if I don't get hit on, I'm going to be pissed. Because that's how I felt. And (laughs) this guy slid into my messages. And he goes, so you say you want to be hit on? And I look at his page because usually... The guys who message me are not it. <laughs> you know? This, this thing ain't the one. Mm-mm. But this guy was actually, like, 
not he said first off it said he was in australia so i was like sweet this is other side literally low hassle like like cool um and i was like i did say that didn't i and he was like what's your snap and i was like i'm not gonna give you my snap and then long story short i gave him my snap (laughs) because like what's he gonna do weak claire (laughs) well i look the stakes were low okay he told me i was like look I told him up front, I was like, hey, I'm just looking for uh, compliments, and I don't want to see your dick. And he was like, I'm not going to send you a picture of my dick. Uh, he's like, I'm a lawyer. You, you have a verbal, or like a written contract here. Like, it's cool. It's binding. And I was like, I hope so. And um, thus began a, like, three weeks experiment. <laughs> this guy, he was he was, like, sneaky about it. So I sent him a picture of me, like, at first, like, just my face again. And I had my my hand in it. I was doing a peace sign reflexively because that's how my body is 87% of the time. And I had my nails in it. And he was like, oh, I really like your nail polish. Do your toes match? And I wasn't thinking. And I just sent him a quick pic of my feet. I was wearing sandals. So, like, I was, like, I was out, too. Like, it wasn't like I was, like, this is going to be sexy. I just sent him, like, picture. And I was, like, nope, they're pink. Like, because my nails were white and he was like you have beautiful feet and i was like ah it's begun <laughs> i was like oh my god and then i just like i kind of quit talking to him but then he he was like so overly compliment like i was kind of using it just to like see it was like a study honestly it was like a case study i was like what is he like into like this is like low-key fascinating for me because the stuff i was sending him was like really non-sexual to me like very innocuous yeah just like this is literally my foot yeah he was like oh i love your toes and i was like you do he was like they're so long and i was like uh i i don't know how to take that actually Yeah, like that's a compliment anyway but this went on for like I don't know, a couple weeks. And he and I had, like, kind of built a rapport. Like, we were low-key friendly. And um, then he told me – I had, like, sent him a – like, my friends knew about this guy, and it was funny. Like, we were, like, privately making fun of him. And, like, I sent a picture of me, my feet and my other friend's feet together, and he was like, no, your feet are the only feet in the world for me. And I was like, shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got some great feet. Yeah, my feet are the best. And I was like, I think her feet are cute, and she had better nail polish, but whatever. Like, my feet are – it um and so like that was like it was like super funny and like i appreciated the compliments and like what is he gonna do leak my feet pics like okay sure like very low risk yeah exactly and he's like in australia i did not have him on my snap map he couldn't find me if he wanted to like and he was definitely in australia because like the time of day was wrong because this is the thing too i would be at home it'd be like i don't know 10 o'clock my time and it'd be like the middle of the work day for him so he'd be like at work and he like I am turning him on with my feet while I'm just like chilling watching America's Next Top Model on my couch and I was like what is happening like who am I what's happening right now and it was very interesting to me and then one day he asked me to make fun of him and I was like what he's like yeah can you like make fun of me and I was like oh easily you're like this is the one thing <laughs> i'm super good at yeah and so i did and he was like wow you're great at that and i was like yeah i mean actually and then you're like i wasn't saying anything i wouldn't yeah, probably normally no, say. i was just like you're pathetic i was like this is like a weird thing that you like <laughs> and he was like yeah he was like very into it and then 
he disappeared. He blocked me on like not like we had a conversation about like normal stuff after that. And then he blocked me and he disappeared and he deleted his Tumblr. And I was like, all right, bye, I guess. And that's the story of my foray into a social experiment with this Australian footman. I thought that, I mean, I kind of, I wish he was still around almost. Yeah, no. He could at least help you like set up a business. Well, okay, this is the thing. In retrospect, I should have been selling my feet pics. I didn't think about it. Yeah, you you did it for free. I was just doing it for my own amusement, but I should have been doing it for money. No. Capitalism, you could have baby. Made a nice little like side I know. gig with that. And he could have like shown you the ropes. Be like, what part attracts you the most? He, okay, Do you well, like them I can, t- I can fucking tell you that. He likes the soles of your feet. Because I was always like, man, how am I supposed to take a picture of the bottom of my feet? <laughs> this is difficult. Yeah, so that was weird. That was weird. And um, he's gone, and that's beyond fine with me. But, like, I was confused. Was he, like, too embarrassed after he's like, make fun of me? And I was like, yeah, done. <laughs> I was too mean, perhaps? I don't know. He's like, actually, that kind of hurt my feelings. <laughs> I'm not going to tell her that, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah, he's gone. Um, But, yeah, I, that made me think. I was like, I should, like, sell feet pics. What are your it thoughts? It is a very low. Yeah. I feel like... I mean, if it, the only thing is, I can imagine if it gets out, how it might affect your, like, social standing or relationships and stuff, just by other people thinking that it's strange. But if it, like, gets leaked or something, and, like, truly, the, I mean, the worst case would just be, like, you having, like, a video of, like, your feet doing something, like, maybe a little strange, like. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't include other people or their body parts in my feet pics it would just be my feet my long ass toes because um, <laughs> i yeah. know sometimes i think like people might have like requests like oh could you like walk in like these oh, heels probably, or like could sure. you like step on this stuff like well that's another thing i was like really curious i asked this guy i was like are you like a shoe person or just feet he was like i can appreciate a good pair of shoes but it's just the feet and i was like okay um but all this made me want to research like for this podcast how to sell feet pics. And I was so disappointed to learn that there is not a wiki how on how to sell feet pics. Which just flabbergasts me yeah. because there's wiki hows for literally everything. And this is probably more in high demand as the years go on. Yeah. Because people have gotten internet. less weird about it. So why don't you just help us out? <laughs> I did find a wiki how on how to be a foot model. Um, which, like, first off, is hilarious. I'd like to go through this a little bit. This is not even, it's not the same at all, but, like, the fact that this is an article in and of itself is just, like, fucking hilarious. Like, the first step is, like, practice using your feet to articulate emotion. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) My feet is happy. My feet is sad. (laughs) And then it's, like, create a portfolio of your feet. Sign with modeling agencies in your area. And then it's, like, consider moving to a city with a larger advertisement market. Because, like, if you're just, like, in BFE, nobody's going to want to buy your modeling feet (laughs) pics. But then it says, accept other types of modeling jobs to diversify. And I'm like, no, exclusively feet. And that's part one. Part two is then determining if you have the feet of a foot model. Like, already, like, get this shit together before you decide. You moved house. And then you need to determine if you're actually good enough. Like, Yeah, like, what? And then it's like, (laughs) 
It's like examine your foot shape. Think about your other assets. Determine what type of foot model you want to be. And then it, there's a whole thing about caring for your feet. Exfoliate, moisturize, exercise your feet, wear comfortable and protective shoes. And so like I found out how to be a foot model, but I don't know how to sell feet pics. That's frustrating. I feel like it might be a little more under wraps though, because A, the social stigmas for the seller and the re- like person receiving them. B, it's like kind of an art and it's also like some people consider it falling under like the sex work kind of thing and I don't feel like if that's your job you're going to be wanting to share that information so easily so that so many other people can get in on it if that makes sense oh for sure but so I feel like that's probably also why there's less but like man wiki how at least give us a crappy version like (laughs) but I, I did google how much to selfie pics for and I did find a hit on yahoo answers and it's between ten and like thirty bucks. That that when was that written? Um, uh, two years ago. Two so years it might ago. be higher. But inflation says you should sell your feet yeah. pics for twelve ninety five. Well, it says think of the cost of a pedicure. So like, true. So I would sell, do that at home. Sell your I feet wouldn't pics even. for the cost of a pedicure, which I think is reasonable. I, w- I was gonna say I just wouldn't pay for the pedicures. I wouldn't. I'd want to. Higher net gain on my feet. I don't feet. like pedicures because I don't like people touching my feet. Yeah, I think I'm too ticklish, probably. You my feet too much. <laughs> That's the point of this podcast. I know, it was the inspiration, but like, ugh. So yeah, that was just like really fascinating to me. Like, that's a whole world that I don't want to participate in in actuality. Even though I did. Yeah, I was like, you're the one that seems to like feet less than me, and you're also the one that was involved in a feet relationship. What can I say? I'm an enigma. Um. Okay, let's talk about the people who would buy your feet pics, because that's an interesting demographic, too. So, Sarah and I have both separately been propositioned by sugar daddies about being like a sugar baby. Yeah, and um, definitely unprompted. Like, I didn't post, uh, like, request <laughs> for yeah, this. Yeah, we're not, like, baby searching for sugar daddy. Yeah, so, like, we, it's not like we were in the market, like, and, like, we're on specific sites and or making specific posts for these, which I'm sure people do because this is a whole thing as well that might fall under sex work and or just, you know, regular side gigs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so... I, I think I also posted a picture and then I got some, and it was also on Tumblr because yeah, yeah, where all yeah. those people seem to be. Um, and also Twitter. I feel like people can get very thirsty, not only in the DMs, but just in the replies well, of Twitter. Yeah. Well, the reason I like to post them on Tumblr is that nobody I actually know is really going to see me. Yeah. Because I you, post a lot of selfies because I like the way I look. You are one of the few people that yeah, I know. I in real life that I like we yeah. mutually follow each other. Yeah, but like yeah, exactly. And I reblog your pictures. I love it. I know. She's so great. She gasses me up on Tumblr. <laughs> she like tagged like I posted a picture of me that I thought was like really hot. And she like reblogged it and she tagged it like hashtag selfie, hashtag me. <laughs> like so she was like, <laughs> like I so, put it so we'd get in all the like the yeah, tags so that she, she would like, want, oh, like so the guys more people to see, see and like it. Yeah. And so I was like, face, selfie, yeah, hot. Face, I was like, yeah. my friends, so hot. Fireman, come here. <laughs> uh, you are so kind. But um yeah, so we were we like I just posted a picture and then two separate individuals um 
mentioned possible sugar daddy relationships that I could be involved with. And the thing was, I mean, I will say they were nothing forceful, nothing like mean in the message. It was like, hey, if you're interested, like type thing. Um, But it also was very vague. Like they didn't specify anything. And I didn't like, I'm not going to do this because I, A, know nothing about it. So that would be walking in blind. And then B, I just am also someone very nervous about giving out my information, like, like payment information, first and last name or anything like that, because all of my things are just tied directly to my first and last name, all the stuff that I've set up. And so that would just, I think, separate Venmo account. Yeah, I wonder if you could, but it would be attached to the same bank account. So I don't know if they'd let you do that. But um, you just have to open another bank account. I open another bank account just for all these things. Honestly, I'm sure people do. But uh, yeah. So, okay. That picture you actually shared on Tumblr of me solicited this sugar daddy proposition that I got. I screenshot it and I'm so, so I don't know if, I did. if that's like a thank you or like, whoops, sorry. <laughs> I, it's, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, it looks like it could have been lucrative, but here's the thing. He deleted it. So like he took away his proposition, but I screenshot it first. Haha. And it says <laughs> his name was Sugar Goth 69 and he's definitely got a very gray beard, but he's wearing uh, AirPods. So he's rich. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know his class. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then he says, there's just something about you, dot, dot, dot. Here I am scrolling through some photos and I see one of your lovely photos and I had to stop and look. You are beautiful to me. I'd love to know you more and maybe talk about a possible sugar daddy arrangement offer for you to earn extra cash for, and a weekly allowance. If you're interested, feel free to DM me for details. And thanks for sharing this pic in your post. You leave me with a smile on my face. Hope to hear from you soon. And I'm like, well, that's nice and weird that's it's nice and it almost uh it's like on the edge of just sounding like a friendly like older person like a grandparent almost like oh like your face makes me so happy like i love seeing you darling when you come to visit <laughs> like it kind of almost sounds like that but clearly Definitely obviously he not. needs it like a sexual way yeah. yeah but like just because you already said that he had like a gray beard a gray hair or whatever and then he'll say like phrases like that i'm like no it just sounds like a weird like he had airpods sarah (laughs) yeah so i mean so that's a whole other thing as well and all of this stuff okay so yeah i guess is that being taken care of and taking care of someone like financially is that like a fetish i think it is i think it's a control thing if i'm being honest um, yeah, like doing this only for me and I'll pay you. Yeah, like, it's definitely yeah. a power dynamic thing. But I don't know what constitutes, like, what do you want in a sugar daddy? Like, what's a sugar daddy want? I looked it up. There are the top six things that sugar daddies prefer in sugar babies. This is from mysugardaddysite.com. So obviously they're the authority on this topic. It says the first thing they want is beauty. So check. (laughs) The second thing they want is plans in life. Check. Done. They want a girl who can put their money to good use. And I will. Um, But then (laughs) number three is sex. 
and that's where they lost yeah. me. <laughs> it says more than 80% of all sugar daddies will be expecting sexual favors. I would like to find the 20% who don't. Yeah, want I'd that. like to find that 10 to 20% that. You are uh, in the 20% of sugar daddies. Just want someone to talk to. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the next one is privacy. Being a sugar daddy mostly demands qualities such as financial success and reputation, and they like to keep it on the DL. I would, like, yeah, if you want to secretly give me money, check. Like, I'll take it. So, Um, so far, three of four. Yeah. The next is a carefree mind, which, sorry, no, I'm, I don't have that. (laughs) But but they basically want somebody who's young and, like, they don't want somebody with, like, a lot. They want to see somebody that it, this says. This is Carefree Mind, and it says, Sugar daddies love it when things like age, gray hair, missed dates, and such affect you the least. They don't want someone who will shy away from a trip to Mars just because no one else has ever done it. The last thing a sugar daddy wants is to see you as a daughter he has to protect. But be careful with how much you exercise your freedom. He doesn't want to walk around with somebody easily mistaken for a prostitute. So I don't know what that means at all. I had to read it three times. a lot of expectations. Like, be free and, like risk-taking but not too much and like also care about your image a lot like (laughs) yeah i don't know so that's a little ambiguous and then the last one is fun so like check on that one too (laughs) so really just like i'm at four out of six sex is off the table and then a carefree mind i can't figure out Yeah, I wouldn't put you under the carefree mind category. Um, Ooh, yeah. I have a very careful mind. Yeah, and then it has uh, tips for pleasing a sugar daddy. It's basically just like know him and like know what he likes. I'm like, well, that's, yeah, obviously you don't. That's true for anybody. Like if you have to know yeah. them, know what they like. That's silly. Set boundaries. Um, it says conduct some background checks on his life. But it's basically like do your background research. Like mm-hmm. figure out. Like make sure it's safe. Make sure it's reliable. Yeah. Make sure you know everything going into it. Mm-hmm. And it's like don't force him to pay for your services. So like basically just just date him and he'll pay for all your shit is essentially is what this like is. be there for them. And then yeah. you literally, it's under so, the premise of like under the expectation the that they'll provide for you. It also says, for a sugar baby arrangement to work the best, both partners have to benefit from each other. So basic, you just have to date an old guy. That's the whole thing. But it's like, you need to have an actual, like, real life relationship. They're not just paying you for being pretty. And I'm sure, I was like, I'm sure there's situations where, like, maybe. Yeah, that 20% HMU. Yeah, I was like, I'm sure there's different situations, but it sounds like the majority is more involvement than one might assume. Yeah, so it's not it. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. I don't have enough time to date someone for free. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Mm. I don't know if I could do like a thing that it was more like a job. (laughs) I feel really guilty when I like am not super emotionally involved and boys pay for my shit. Like what's happening right now with a couple guys I'm seeing. I'm like, oh no. So I don't think I would have the, I don't think I have the conscience to be a sugar daddy. Or I don't have the money to be a sugar daddy. I don't have the conscience to be a sugar baby, you know? Like, it would just feel. I would just feel bad. Like, I would be like, eh. 
I can't do this. This isn't the thing. I think I'd feel a little bad, but I would mainly feel, I don't know. I don't want to say unsafe, but like. Yeah. Well, no, there's like a total power dynamic. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I have on my research. Anything else you want to cover? Um, I think that was all good stuff. I mean, there's also, we don't have to talk about this very much, but just like put this out there. Um, people who will just sell their picks, like there's those websites specifically, like the oh, premier yeah. websites kind of things where like you're just oh, an average okay. person and then, you know, people pay like a membership fee or they pay for like however many and that's a whole know. thing. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast before, but there's a guy I went to high school with who's definitely a gay porn star. And I only found this out because I followed him on Instagram regularly because he was just, like, in my Spanish class and I knew him. And then it slowly was transitioning into gay porn. And <laughs> I was like, what is happening to this kid? And then, like, it, I guess I don't follow him. He either doesn't post anymore. I unfollowed him. I can't. I don't even know. But he had his OnlyFans thing where he was, like, selling, like, straight. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like that's really popular on, like, Twitter and Insta, like, to see people, like, drop that, like, you know, when one of their posts gets popular on Twitter, and then, like, it'll be, like, follow this, or, like, here's, like, my, this page, if you want to, like, subscribe to me, so, like, that'll be occasionally under stuff. Um, I feel like I have my toe dipped into a lot of different circles on Twitter, because it's so vast, like, I'm in, like, I follow, like, a lot of medical people, I follow some news outlets, and then I follow, like, that, like, I'll see that type of stuff randomly, and I'm, like, there's just so many things. Our TLS Twitter feed is a lot of that. Yeah, so, like, that, and, like, dating memes and stuff like that, so. Well, I say it's it's our feed, it's not what we're posting, but we see that. So, that's something to consider as well. In conclusion, I don't think I'm actually going to sell feet pics or be a sugar baby, but it's, I have a fantasy of somebody just sending me money for the sake of me having money. (laughs) Yeah, I would, my fetish is no strings attached deposits into my account. Yeah, my fetish is you sending me money for nothing in return. That really gets me going. Okay. Or like, I guess just... I wouldn't mind if someone had a fetish for stuff I already do. Like, if they're like, I would just love to watch you watch the Great British Bake Off for six hours straight, I'd be like, heck, yeah, I will consent. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, sure, you can do that. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, that's everything I have. Do you have anything else to add? Um, I don't think so. I think this was a good introductory, because obviously we mentioned a lot of stuff we realized as we talked throughout it that we might want to look into more because we had no idea about. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so this is part one on fetishes. Tune in next (laughs) season for... Something else, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we'll pick one thing from this uh, podcast, and we'll just go way more in depth in on depth, it randomly. Yeah. So maybe you guys decide. <laughs> yeah, if you have a something you want us to talk about on our next season, let us know. Uh, you can send us a DM on Instagram or Twitter. We are the Lonely Sluts on both of those. We also have a Gmail, the Lonely Sluts at Gmail and as always, thank you so much for listening. We are wrapping up our season one. I'm just letting you know again that we are putting out 15 full-length episodes and 15 minisodes. So after this, there's only one more full-length episode of the season. We're sad. But also we have no more backlog, so we really need to take a break. And, and yeah, no, I... <laughs> 
I'm like, I need to like get into a routine with my new job and like figure out the holidays. (laughs) We're going to come back revitalized with a whole bunch of stuff. And we'd love to hear your topic ideas. At any rate, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Sarah appreciates it. We love you. Um, And next week, we'll talk about ourselves. Bye.